Wind Down with Janet Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Janet Kramer, and it's the Wind Down. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do a podcast for years, and um, I think for those of you that don't know who I am, um, I get 10 minutes to tell you who that is. <laughs> I think I need a little <laughs> bit more than 10 minutes. But um, to start, I'm a mom. I have a beautiful two-year-old daughter. Her name is Jolie, and she's the love of my life, and she's the reason why I do everything. Um, I'm married, and <laughs> I say that with caution because, um, you know, my life is extremely public, and it's been it's been a crazy journey because I have I've 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 had a couple marriages under my belt. Um, but I wouldn't really call them marriages. I would call them glimpses of, of things because one I met when I was 19 and then we went to Vegas. The other one I was only married to for a week and now he's my best friend. And, um, you know, now I'm married and we've been married for, it'll be three years in May, happily a couple months, but, um, that's besides the point. And we'll talk about that later, but, um, <laughs> wait a minute. Did you just say you were married to somebody for a week? Yeah. How did you get divorced so fast? No. Okay. Well, here's the deal. We were, he, and he's now my best friend, which is the funniest part of all of it. His wife is like truly my, my best friend here in LA. Um, and I, we have like weekly dinner family parties. What? Um, but we were, we were dating for three years. Okay. And then he was 14 years older than me. Um, okay. And the age wasn't an issue, but what the issue was is we were just, I was going right, he was going left. And, but because I'm such like a love addict at the core, I just, I always wanted to like please him. And, um, but I, you know, my dream, I was, I was going to Nashville. He was here in LA and, um, I was just finishing One Tree Hill. Long story short, it was just one of those things where I walked down the aisle and was like, I don't want to be married to this man. Oh no! Yeah, was Wait, bad. was it a full-on wedding with the wedding? We had gown the wedding and-, and everything. Yeah, it was the whole. I mean, we. So what we say is we laugh and we say we had a beautiful party. We were not married. Married to me is like what I'm in now. Like we are like in it. You know what I mean? Like we're fighting for it. We have a child. Like we're working on our marriage. To me, that's marriage, not just right. like a wedding. And so I think I've only been ma- like for me, I've only been married once. Okay. But on paper, three. <laughs> but let's so. go back. Let's go back to the one yeah. week marriage. The one quick. week marriage. Yeah. When did you decide you needed to get a divorce? The day I married him. The day you married him. So you guys didn't go on the honeymoon. You didn't. Well, we went up north. Okay. After, because we got married up north Michigan. Um, but I just, I knew. I actually called the wedding off two weeks before. But then I was like, well, we have like an okay exclusive and... You know, like, oh, I don't want no. like, to ruin people's plans. So I was just like, you know, well, maybe, maybe like, maybe I'll feel something different. Like maybe I'll walk down the aisle and I'll feel something different. But I knew that if I stayed married to him, we'd have kids and then mm-hmm. we'd end up divorced. And I was like, I don't want, like, I, I grew up in a divorce family. And for me personally, like, I, I just knew, like, if I knew walking down the aisle that I shouldn't be married to this man, I should divorce him now. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it was like the greatest thing that ever happened because now he's married to this amazing girl named Julie and they have a beautiful son and Camden and Jolie are like besties. Wow. And now we all hang out. I was just texting with her. They're in Hawaii right now and they're coming back and then we're having dinner tomorrow night. 
That's incredible. This is the most incredible. And he's an actor, Jonathan Sheck. So he, um, and he's, he's like my acting coach too. So whenever I have auditions, he helps me and yeah. Did you ever feel like you wanted to be the runaway bride where you just didn't show up? Oh yeah, totally. But I couldn't do it. I just felt so bad for people. Like I, I wanted to like, I, cause I wanted to have that beautiful day. I wanted to be in love with them. That's the thing. I like every part of me like was just like, cause I did, I do love, like I still, I love John. I think he's a great guy. Would we have ever worked? No, like not at all. Okay. So were were his parents, both of his parents there? Yeah. And your parents? Everyone everyone was there. And flower girl. It was, it was a beautiful wedding. Did your parents know? No. No. What about his parents? Hmm. His dad and I never really got along. Okay. He's like real old school, like cop. Okay. And I was like this little young little like, I'm going to marry your son. <laughs> He's like, what is mine? <laughs> he probably thought his like son was going through a midlife crisis, honestly, because I was like 26 and he was in his 40s. So. Okay. Yeah. And what about the mom? Oh, she's like, they're great. They're awesome. And, you know, they still, I mean, I have not seen them since the wedding. Okay. Every time I like, I know they're in town right now. So I texted Julie and I was like, hey, does Jolie want to play with Camden? But I don't think they want to see me. So that we're not cool yet. But Julie, John and I are great. Okay. Yeah. And how long has it been? July 4th, 2010. Okay. So it's been almost eight years. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, like, again, like we weren't like, yes, we, we were, we dated for three years. And what was it like then? So back and forth. Because he had just gotten divorced from Christine Applegate. Oh my God. And he called me Christina so many times. Stop it. Did yeah. he do it in bed? Not in bed. Not oh, in bed. Okay. No. But maybe. Like I don't rem- like I don't remember that. But no, he he would call me sometimes and I would just be and I think I always wanted to like be better than her. Like I wanted to be like because he was so hurt from that relationship. Did she end it with him? Yeah. So that's tough. You Were know you what I mean? a rebound for him? He had plenty of rebounds before me. Okay. But and you're I was the, like his like first like girlfriend after okay. Christina. And do you feel like you two were codependent on each other? No, I, he was, he like didn't want me at all in the beginning, but I like forced myself on him. <laughs> like Because we, he didn't want you. We did a movie together called Prom Night and I was like, oh my God, that's the guy from that thing you do. He's so hot. And, um, <laughs> and then we hung out and then he's just like, you're too young. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm mature. I swear. And, and then it was just one of those things where I just, I, I kept wanting his like love and attention and affection. And that's like what a love addict is. Okay. And so what was the relationship like? How much time did you spend together? Like that I whole mean, three years? I mean, for three years, we probably were together like a year, like, oh, like two years. Okay. And did you break up a lot? And yeah. We broke up a lot. Cause he just, would do he the didn't breaking want up? really like, oh, him all the time. Okay. And I'd be like, please. Why don't you want to be with me? Um, he just didn't want a girlfriend. He's like, I'm just, I'm not ready. So, wow. and I just waited and stayed and passed so many like, and every time I got in a good relationship with someone, he'd always come back. And then I'd of course break up with that person and date him. And date him. Yeah. And then when he was ready to commit to you, mm-hmm. that I, was when you were like, when, oh, oh and gosh, I'm done with you. I know. But be, it was because we had different um we were just so, we were too different at that point. Okay. But you're best friends. Yeah. But just too different. So we couldn't be married now. I know people are like, well, you guys are best friends. Like, right. why wouldn't you guys work? Because him and Julie work. Like, she can handle his stuff. There's certain things as a wife that I could not handle that he does. Okay. That makes sense. I understand that. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, he's really, really, really actory. And sometimes I'm like, 
can you just like stop like, and just be does like, does he an- need the attention? Does he, oh, is there I a dark actors, side? I mean, like I know I like attention. I know, mm-hmm. I mean, all actors like attention, but it's just, it's, yeah. And there is a dark side too. And you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's heavy and it's like, I like more of the light with the heavy. Right. And sometimes like, and, and Julie can balance it so well. Like I and see support them it and support and- it. And I would be like, like he, he would write a script and I'd be like, that's awful. And that's not a supportive wife, you know, but I didn't. But it's uh, an honest one. Uh, yeah, but it's not a nice one. And Julie like supports his like thoughts and ideas. Okay. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And what about now? What about now? What about now? Me? Yeah. Um, Do you like still consider yourself a love addict? I can. I have. I'll always be a love addict. Okay. I just, I love because you, and you have to be careful with that because it's like, you know, there's times when, you know, my husband and I aren't good and it's like, you have to really hone in on that love addiction because you don't want to find it somewhere else. You got to keep finding it in the relationship. Right. And do you think about that sometimes if you guys are doing well? (sighs) Yeah. Right. No, I think, I think think everyone has like healthy fantasies. Yeah, but I would, I'd probably never admit that to him. But now that he's probably hearing this. <laughs> now he knows. Now he knows. No, I mean, I think it's, that's a tough question. Because I would be mad at him for having those fantasies. Right. So I shouldn't either. Right. But, but sometimes I fantasize about being divorced and having the house to myself. And that's why more do my fantasy, you- not about being with someone else. It's about being alone. Having space. <laughs> Having space. Just right. being like left alone for a day. A Wednesday. Does he buy for every Wednesday? <laughs> every Wednesday. Preferably. Does he does he demand a lot? Does he No, my husband is he's great. I mean, obviously it's very public. Our 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 separation was extremely public and mm-hmm. his stuff, which, you know, we'll all talk about later in in podcast history, but um we're working on it. And that's the thing. Like marriage is whether there's infidelity, whether there's um, issues in the marriage, you always have to work on it. Yes. I think someone that has a perfect marriage, I call BST right away. Absolutely. Because you have to grow. That means that you're actually not working on your marriage then to me personally. Right. Because you're not growing. Yeah. You have to grow together. together. And the people that don't grow together, like we're both willing to work. That's the thing. I'm willing to work. He's willing to work. Mm-hmm. That's what's making this relationship not end catastrophically yet do you go to therapy <laughs> yeah. yeah so much therapy but i love therapy i think it's great do you do individual and marriage individual marriage and he's got his whole you know his, his own thing that he goes to as well so it's it's both of us you know you actively working on the marriage you and guys are in it you guys are it. really yeah. putting the work it's in. tough i mean sometimes like after couples therapy it's really close to our house so mm-hmm. a lot of the times i walk home just because i wow. just need like a minute. It's tough because you're talking about things that's like, yeah, I wish it was a f- complete fairy tale and perfect, but it's not. But at the end of the day, like it could be if you really, truly work on it and both partners are willing to work on it, then you could have a beautiful relationship. Well, I we'll love see. that. So here's the deal. I I need as much help as all of you guys <laughs> do. And I'm, I'm constantly on my comments looking um, at what you guys want. And what I need, too, is so I'm going to have not only celebrity moms on here, I'm going to have life coaches. I'm going to have sex experts. I'm going to have marriage therapists because I know we all need some help. I know I do. Caroline Zwickson. Um, she is a life coach, um, works with mom issues, relationship issues, or even just life. And you can find her at carolinezwickson.com. Caroline. Hi. 
Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. So can you tell our listeners um, just a little bit about you, your background? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a women's hormonal health and life coach. Um, I'm really passionate about, you know, connecting connecting the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and my background is in psychology. So I have also have a master's in counseling psychology, and I specifically now work with mothers to really reclaim themselves you know, their identity after becoming a mom, which um, so many times gets so lost. Um, And then also reclaiming your health postpartum. That's amazing. And I'm here with producer Jen too. And we were just having that conversation about how it's, that's, that's what I'm personally dealing with is how to be able to separate being a mom and then my career. Cause I have, I have a lot of guilt with that too. So what would be like your advice for me and moms out there that are having that problem? That are having that guilt problem specifically? A guilt, but then also, so I guess two things, guilt and then also how to, how to have my thing, but like how to have my purpose and all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like really like how do you reclaim yourself as a woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of times, you know, like the most common thing that I really hear from, from moms in, in my work is I don't even know who I am anymore. Right. That Mm -hmm. real sense of loss that like, I don't even know what happened to the woman who I once was. And then there's this whole idea in our society and culture of like bouncing back and getting that woman back and getting that life back. And what I always tell my clients and what I spend a lot of time talking about is that it's not about, um, you know, getting back what who you once were, but really needing that person that you are now and really needing the woman and the mother that you've evolved into because she has changed. Like she's different physically, you know, like her value system has changed dramatically. And so really um, approaching this topic with a really open mind and open heart and really finding out who are you now that you've undergone this massive transition. Um, I think And then another point to that is, I think something that is really important, obviously, is time. Like, so many moms struggle with time. And, like, not even moms, right? Like, everybody nowadays is struggling with time. Um, And becoming really good at delegating and understanding what are the areas and subjects that you can actually take care of um, and what are things that you can really delegate to other people and how can you really structure a support system and a tribe around you that is supporting you in you know, integrating motherhood into your life. Hmm. You know what? I, I love that. Here's my problem with it though. When, cause I sat down with my therapist and I was just like, I feel like I'm doing everything. And she goes, well, start trying to ask people for help. So, but when I asked people for help, for example, like my daughter had spit up in her crib and it took me, it was so hard for me to ask my nanny to clean the sheets. But why didn't mm-hmm. the nanny just clean the sheets? Well, because she didn't know that she had like spit up in there. Oh, and so okay. I had asked, I asked the nanny, I said, and it was, I was like, okay, I'm going to practice like what my therapist told me to do. So I was like, can you please change the sheets in like the crib room, you know, in her nursery? Mm-hmm. And I come home and she didn't do it. So I'm like, this is why I don't ask people to do something because it doesn't get done. Like I have to just, I'm just going to do it myself. Right. So that's like mm-hmm. where it's like, how do I, how do I delegate? But if I don't like the way that it's done or if it's not done, how do I deal with that? Yeah. Well, if it's not done, then, you know, maybe it's, it's, you're not getting the right kind of support. Like you, right. you obviously like need people that you can trust and like rely on mm-hmm. um, and who are, you know, like also like obviously like willing to help you. Um, I think that whole, like 
hesitation to ask for help, like that is really a muscle that we can train. I think the more we can train ourselves to ask for help, the easier it becomes and the more trusting we also become as we're experiencing over time that I asked this person for help and they did it and it was done in a way that was acceptable for me and for everybody else. And from like basically like having positive experience, positive experience, positive experience, that is what's going to build your trust muscle. Hard though, you know, so it's hard. really hard, and it's, it's so really hard. hard to find a team that like really you know fits into your lifestyle. Like a friend of mine always says, hire really slowly for anyone who comes into your personal house. Yeah. Hey, true or false? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. False. Mm. Oh. Agree. Wow. Yeah. I agree with that too. <laughs> Why do people think that that's true though? Because it's the easy way out. You know, but if we're really talking about creating lives that are really fulfilling for ourselves, because a lot of people settle for a mediocre life, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I was and testing you with okay that, Caroline, life. and you passed. <laughs> I was <laughs> testing your life coach ability, <laughs> and I was like, I bet she's going to say true, and then I'm going to say BS to that. <laughs> no, but you are a true life coach. People should definitely. I'm glad I passed. All right, here's another one. True or false? Um, if you can beat them, join them. If you can't beat them, join them. That's a false. She's passed again. <laughs> two for two. But here's the problem. People think that's like true stuff. You can't, you can't beat, beat them, them join them. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but then you're just sacrificing yourself and your own values, and that's not a good way of living. She's it's a real life coach, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she is. And it starts young, doesn't it, Caroline? It starts with girls when they're like really young in their peer groups. Yeah. yeah. And boys, too. I mean, like developmentally, they go through like a twinship phase, right? Where they are basically trying on what it's like to be like the other people, and they're like copying everything that somebody else is doing. But I think that's where, you know, like our parenting comes in at some point where we also have to encourage them to be true individuals. And a lot of that happens by role modeling, right? How can you stick to your own values? How can you stick to what's really important to you? How can you actually speak with an authentic voice? And that's what the children will learn. Right. Question about that with relationships. What do you, what's your advice about an argument in front of your children? Is it something where because here's here's my problem. I don't want it to be like, oh, we're just like perfect, and people don't argue. And it like, what is what is the line with with that and raising, you know, showing your children mm-hmm. certain things? Yeah, I mean, you know, like an argument, like it, it can be like something where you're feeling like, okay, we're actually coming to a solution, and we're like having a peaceful conversation. We just have different opinions, but we're coming to a compromise. I think that's great for your children to be able to watch. Mm-hmm. But if it's a really heated argument and where, like, basically, like, the foundational safety of the family feels at risk to a child, mm-hmm. I think that should be taken into another room. So what's the word, like, think, table it? Or, like, <laughs> like what's the, like, not, not, like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you stop something then? Like, how do you stop the argument? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one of you, or both, ideally, like, you have to agree, like, if this happens, because like, usually this kind of thing, like, it happens, and then later on you're like, ooh, shoot, like, this really shouldn't have happened, you know? Um, then you basically say, like, the next time I'm feeling this heat coming up again, because usually most of us feel heat when anger rises in the body. When I'm feeling this sensation in my body, it's going to be my responsibility to say, let's stop this conversation now and let's resume it when the kids are in bed or when, you know, when we're out of the house so or whatever. Because I want to, like, finish it. 
Also, you're heated, yeah. so yeah. you're not really in the moment. You mm-hmm. are in the moment of the anger. Yeah. So you're not yeah. thinking about anything else around you. How mm-hmm. do you how do you deal with it's really hard. moms wanting to separate to their because sometimes I feel lost as not only a mom, but as a wife, too. Yeah. So I'm like, and I'm like, it's just like, ooh, who, like, like you said, like, who am I? Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a, yeah. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, but like, what, what, what other, where's my, like, where's Jana? Like, where did she go? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm just trying to please everybody in the family. Yeah. And I mean, this is again, like mom tell me I'm losing myself and dad or husband tell me, I feel like I'm losing my wife. That happens a lot because women have this tendency to Because they drive us crazy. <laughs> that's why. Like, and they don't drive help enough. Me, no. That, that, you know what? My husband and I were just talking about that. Because he goes, he's like, why are, oh, he made a comment about Mother's Day. And it was like, moms are magical. And I go, why did you just make that voice? And he goes, oh, sorry, I didn't realize it was a Mother's Day ad. And I'm like, we are magical. We do everything. And he's like, you don't do everything. And I was like, where's our daughter going to preschool? He's like, uh, I was like, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't think to like, like, we just take care of it. We don't ask you to help us. Like, and he, like we, we take care of, all, of it all. Right. Who's, does he know where her dentist is? She wouldn't even know when she has to go to the dentist. That's the thing. So it's like, right. but like, but we put all that pressure on us, mm-hmm. but here's the problem. And again, like, I know how you say to delegate. So I could be like, honey, make an appointment. And I know he would, but he wouldn't do it when I want him to do it. Right. It would be two days from now. Yeah, or like a month from now. Of course. So it's like, again, it's like that's where I feel like we we um, almost like force ourselves, not force ourselves, but like we're the reason why we're losing ourselves. Yeah, and we're not delegating. Like Caroline just said, we need to delegate. We have yeah. to. Well, because and I think in order to delegate effectively, and this also goes back to what we were talking about earlier, um, we do have to trust the other people. And we also have to allow other people to do it their way, Right. So, like, if I'm, for example, like, I'm usually a person who cooks dinner because I'm also more into food, and that's kind of, like, the rhythm in our family. And if I now told my husband to make dinner, and he's going to make something that he makes, like, he's not going to make the dinner that I make, but I have to be okay with that. It's strategic incompetence. (laughs) And I just got what that meant. We have to remove our own expectations. (laughs) Like, he's he's purposely screwing up something because he's like, I don't want to have to do that. Like when they go to the grocery store and forget to buy five, four or five things. Yeah. And here's yeah. the deal. I know I'm like giving my husband a hard time, but he is great because he does, he does, you know, help the laundry. Although he's never, he's like, these pants don't fit her anymore. I was like, yeah, because they're six months pants. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you could have put them like away. Why are you putting those on our daughter? Like, it's like, I don't think he's ever like, you know, helped. I don't know how those were still in her drawer. Cause usually I make sure that her clothes are put away that don't fit her anymore but somehow those got in there probably because he kept putting them on her <laughs> like i don't know why these don't fit her but um you know i mean he does help but it is hard because again like as moms like i feel like we do put that pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. and having a life coach help us i think is would be beneficial for me oh for sure yeah. so Absolutely. what what do you do like how do you is it like is it like a therapy session do i sit down and talk to you is it something where you know is it like a weekly thing? Is it a monthly thing? Or how does that work mm-hmm. with a life coach? Yeah, I mean, it can look in, in different ways. The way I work with my clients is um, basically, I'll tell you really quickly because you said, is it like, is it like therapy? Um, but basically, life coaching focuses much more on the future and really is connecting you with your intuition and your desired outcomes going forward. Versus traditional therapy really focuses more on your past and really overcoming things that happened in your childhood or in your past that you're, you know, not able to move 
away from. Um, and so in coaching, I work with my clients every two weeks. So we speak on a phone every two weeks. Um, and we discuss, every you know, like what's happening reasonable. in their lives, what are their mm-hmm. blocks, and then also what are we, um, what do you want to achieve? Like, what do you want to get to? Um, and then according to that, we plan very strategic and specific action steps. Um, and then they have two weeks to implement and they have unlimited email support. That's how I work with my clients where, you know, they can like write me an email whenever um, they need to in order to like update me on, on if something is working, if something is not working. And then we kind of problem solve from there. Amazing. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Caroline, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Where can we find you at? Um, my website is carolinesixon.com. That's Caroline, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, and then Sixon, Z as in zebra, W-I-C-K-S-O-N. And then are you on Instagram or any of those? I'm on Instagram, and my Instagram handle is carosixon, so C-A-R-O-Z-W-I-C-K-S-O-N. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, and um, this is definitely something that I know that I'm going to need. So hopefully you mamas awesome. out there got uh, some good info too. So thanks, Caroline. Have a great day. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. All right. So these days you can get practically everything on demand, like our podcast, which you can listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. And did you know you can also get postage on demand? All you need is stamps.com. So for me, I love stamps.com because I'm also a businesswoman. I'm working on my first business venture. And this is something that I'm going to need that's going to be very convenient for me because I'm working from home and I need something that is going to be convenient, easy for me, and is fast. And again, as a working mom, it's something that can save me some time in the day. So that would be amazing. So I'm super excited about stamps.com. So if you are a working mom, you've got a small business, Stamps.com is fantastic, and you can use my code JANA for this special offer. It's a four-week trial and includes postage and a digital scale. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in JANA. That's Stamps.com and enter JANA. Oh, okay. Um, should we talk about sex on the show? I think so. That's what I mean, I'm it's- curious because I think sex and marriage is a huge issue. Absolutely. Like I have if a friend, you're married we'll and not having sex, there is a problem. Oh, yeah. That is Huge not issue. being talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, my ex, we didn't even sleep in the same bedroom for the last two and a half years. Well, it's because you guys didn't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Because were you not attracted to your husband? No. What? Were you ever? I think so. I mean, that was so long ago. You we had to have been attracted to him to get married. No. I mean, I, I can't was talk, so, so young. I was so young. Really? Yeah. Well, you probably. Yeah, I'm sure I was. Yeah. There was a there was a time. Did you ever think about. So then you. How long. How, what was the longest you went without sleeping with your husband? Probably about three years. Three years. No sex. Did you masturbate? Can we talk about that? That's yeah, I mean, no, you can guys, we talk about that? Too much. What, what is, is too, too much? much? Because I will talk about it. That's the problem. I am so Did open. we just go too far? What? Did yeah. we just so go too I far? I want to know if you guys think we're going too far. I will yeah. stop. I will PG this right on up. But here's the problem. If you guys want to be open book with me, we can talk about it all. If you want to send me in your questions or your comments, um, you can email me at Kramer at iheartmedia.com. And... If you have any questions about sex or what you should do, like I have a friend, she doesn't sleep with her husband and I have a hard, like, they have to like schedule sex. I'm like, well, that's boring. How often do they schedule it? 
I think it's like every other month. Does she schedule it's like every right, other month? Honey, it's May 2nd. We're having sex. That's like what like the therapist like had recommended. So it's like, and for me, it's like, I actually want to have more sex than my husband, which is an issue. So like was it always that way with him? With Michael? Yeah. Well, he has, he's got like intimacy issues, which is okay. something that we can talk on oh, later I somebody like that it's tough yeah that's it's like where really tough it's so tough so that's something I, I think we need a marriage counselor on the show for that talk i think so too because that's that's something that like he is working on but it's really hard for me because i'm like well it doesn't have to be intimate why can't we just like have sex right but he connects like, he connects the two right and you're able he to connects like making love with intimacy and i'm like i don't i'm not a, we don't have to make love right now we can just have sex yeah, like, <laughs> like you could even, yeah. I mean, like, it's, yeah, like it's cool. But like, I for some reason, like, I need that. Like, yeah. I, you're like, I don't need the foreplay. Let's just get no, to it. I'm fine. Right. And even if I don't climb the hill, yeah, get it. <laughs> yes, I get then it. It's still like I don't know. I sometimes I think it's bad, but I do equate love with sex. Like that, he wants me because he's having right. sex with me. Right. I understand. But I, that's but, part of the love addict in you. Yes. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, I feel so rejected as a husband. Right. And that's not good when men feel rejected. No, that's when they start so to look outside of the marriage. But because, here's here. And here's the issue with me, which is why I was like, because I wanted sex. I'm like, why did you cheat on me? Like right. I was willing to have sex with you. So that's, that's the part that stings me because I'm like, I I begged you for sex. Right. Like, I wanted to have sex. But that's a totally different issue. I know. But that's what's like, there's the, that rejection piece that right. I have to like work on. So it's like when he doesn't want to sleep with me, because for me personally, I'd be happy with, I'd be happy with like three times a week. Okay. Like full <laughs> like, on three times a week. Like me actually trying mm-hmm. like maybe like twice a week. Okay. And what about him? <laughs> like, what do you think he wants? I think he'd be okay with like once. Or not even once a or week, every even. other. Do you, yeah. what do you think people do in those situations? Like you guys have been going to know. therapy. What, what is the therapist saying? Well, we haven't really like gotten there because we have so many other issues that we have to work on. I mean, that's okay. definitely an issue in therapy, but I think that's something we're still like working on and he's working on. Cause sometimes like it doesn't have to just be sex, but I still want to be able to like, I want to like make out. I want to do those things. Right. Do you? But people, I feel like married couples you? don't make out right. Anymore. But does he kiss you when he sees you? Does he? Yeah. Is he affectionate? Yes, is he... but again, I'm I'm more affectionate. Like again, like he because he has that like intimacy issue. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like I have way more PDA. But now I've like gone back from that because I know he doesn't like it as much. So it's like, well, then I'm not being myself, and that's not doesn't feel good for me. And so like we're trying to find like that healthy balance. But that's the thing, like when I talk to my other girlfriends, it's like them having sex. It's like, whether you want to or not, like, do you want your husband stepping out on you? No, like no. have sex with them. Right. Whether you want to or not, but then don't be a log because they're like, well, of course I don't want to sleep with you because you're just like laying there. But then if the person really doesn't want to sleep with the guy, then it's why really are you married. Awful. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, sometimes People- I get it. You don't want to have sex. You're tired. Right. You've got baby puke all over you like I get that but then at the same time you should also you have to have investment in your relationship and part of an investment is having sex I think it is but I also have women that don't 
that aren't just very sexual and they don't, they've never like masturbated before. And I find that crazy. You have friends who have never masturbated? Never. And I'm like, let me walk you into a hustler store and buy you a rabbit. <laughs> like, it'll change your life. Is that like, do you start buying them on Amazon and giving, to, giving I haven't presents? I have bought one in a while. No. I have an old faithful. <laughs> we'll just call her old faithful. <laughs> She's been around. <laughs> and how does your husband feel about that? I actually named him Jorge. Like, <laughs> Jorge. <laughs> My husband, we don't really talk about that. Really? No, because it's it's a very touchy subject in the household. Okay. Because I don't want him doing that. But does he? He better not. He must. He can't. He must be. It's weird. Again, I can't. It's like, it's a, t- it's a tough topic because, you know, it's, again, once there's like infidelity, things just kind of go, it's, there's different boundaries that need to be in place. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boundaries. And do you feel like you're on the other side of that? Oh, no. No. Mm-mm. There's still trust issues. There's still... I think there's, I'm trusting him more. Okay. But I think you always have to continue to work on the trust. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to talk more about sex if you guys are. So if you have any questions, Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com. Let's talk about it. What is pansexual? Pansexual is a term that a lot of millennials are using they're more on the spectrum of sexuality. It does has nothing to do with gender, um, race, age, anything. It's just they can fall in love with the human being. So they don't even consider themselves. Isn't that bi. liquid? Isn't there something another liquid thing? It's li- it's like fluid. 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 Yeah. Fluid. Yeah. I was like, fluid. yeah, <laughs> I'm fluid. It's, like, isn't the same thing? Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like you're on a spectrum of you just. It doesn't matter the gender. You're just, if you fall in love with Nikki, Uh who's a girl, happens to be a girl, you're in love with Nikki, the human being. Do you think you could ever fall in love with a girl? I don't think so. I love- You don't love me? Well, I love you. (laughs) My love addict is like, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make out with me by the end of um, I no, feel I um, totally connected to you, but I am so don't want to hunt me right now. So <laughs> so into men, so into men. Um, I think that I, you know what? I'm gonna, I've never told this before, ever. There was this waitress at Fridays. Um, <laughs> I was in high school, and I don't remember her name, but I had the biggest crush on her. She was like short hair lesbian oh wow but she was like cool and like confident and like sexy and i would like catch myself flirting with her and, and i was like am i no i just hmm? like a little i've fluidity. never i've never forgot about her wow weird right yeah but i would go for like more of the like short hair girl so more boyish yeah like, like i'm obsessed with like um oh my gosh i just forgot her name she's married to that writer glendalyn uh glennon doyle She's married. She's a soccer player. Abby. Abby. Oh, Abby, Abby Wom- Wombach. Yes. Got it. I have a girl crush on her. Did you ever have? But I would never. I don't think I could actually go through with it. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So I've never so you done haven't. that. No. no. I've Neither never even I. kissed a girl. I, even though I want to sing the song. I kissed a girl. And I liked it. <laughs> no, but I've never kissed a girl. Like, I mean, I've like kissed on like. But not like as an, in a, like a lesbian way. Right. Lesbian way, <laughs> like you didn't make out. No, 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 no. But I've n- and I've never had that. But I've I've never thought forgot about the Fridays girl. 
And where was she? Where did she? I was a waitress in Michigan at Friday's. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's I've incredible. I've never forgotten about her. And I've never even told I anybody she, that What's story. her name? I don't remember. I had a hard time keeping a job when I was in Michigan. You I did. would just go from like job to job. And Where one else day did would, you work? Oh, I worked at Applebee's, Friday's, um, American <laughs> Grill. I worked at Joe's Crab Shack. I worked at Greek Island. I worked at Oh, Mac I love Grill. Greek Island. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, my boyfriend would have like a soccer game and I didn't want to show up for work. That was the problem. <laughs> I was like, eh, good. Yeah. So apparently I am really boring because everyone's like telling me about like, they're always like, what shows do you watch? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, the one show I did watch was, is over scandal. Right. So I'm like, you know what I watch? Huh? You want to hear what I watch? I was like, puppy dog pals, Mickey mouse in the roadster clubhouse. <laughs> like that's the stuff that I watch. Transformers. Tra- <laughs> yeah, I'm like, For me. Everyone's it's- like, you don't watch Westworld or, you know, handmaid's tale. I was like, I would love to, but by the time it's eight o'clock, I want a glass of wine, I want my bed, and I want to go to sleep. That's it, right? That's it. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've watched Bolt, the oh movie? Oh, my God. That's actually really good. I just watched it the other day. It was really cute. Just in the past three days. Have you seen Up? Have I seen Up? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so sad, though. I mean, this I is know. like, but I feel like we should, this is, okay, because you and I are so busy and mm-hmm. we just watch like Up and um, Tangled and all those shows. Let's challenge each other to watch okay. a show. I, so it'll be like instead of a book club, it'll be okay. a show club. Which uh, which show <laughs> are you? Which show do you want to watch? Well, I kind of want to watch Handmaid's Tale. Let's do it. I've heard that's really good. So, I have two. Okay, so let's do this because I know it's challenging. Let's watch two a week. I feel like that's pretty. I can do that. I can do that. Tuesday too. and Thursday night. Sure. Get on the spin I'll do, bike. I'll do Wednesday. I'll do Tuesday Wednesday. Okay. And when we'll talk about it. And then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because I feel like if I'm not getting, because if not, then I'm just going to sit down and watch like Kardashian reruns yeah. until I like get tired enough and fall asleep. And I'll watch, you know, season 12 again of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> yeah. We need to like, we need to be, we, we need to be cool moms. Okay. Like we need to have some fun for ourselves. Yeah. We need to be cool moms. Um, and you guys feel free to join us in watching Handmaid's Tale and we can like binge talk about it. And um, yeah, we can talk all about it. Cause I feel like for the moms out there that are just have pa 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 puppy dog pals <laughs> in their brain, we can now be like, yeah, have you watched Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. And like, you can like feel a part of the conversation. It's an, a gradual binge. Okay. It's not a binge at all. It's just it's- a reasonable binge it's a small binge small two binge. a week and we're going two from zero to two to huge that's huge yeah that's two hours i'm gonna like have so much more like knowledge in life and i'm just gonna walk around being like the handmaid's tale and we're just i have that's no all. idea what it is but gonna... i'm so excited <laughs> handmaid's tale i, I think wait. there's nuns in it oh cool is I'm there? all about the nuns. Do you have a thing for nuns? Is that your girl crush on nun? <laughs> no, but oh, speaking of your blonde girl that you loved, um, who are your girl crushes? Do you have them? Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity girl crushes. Girl crush. Well, you know, Kate Hudson cut her hair. I'm kind of digging on her now. She's got Same the short. Same cut. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry, too. I'm not into her. No? Mm-mm. No. Kate She's Hudson, in- though. Kate Hudson. She's got great style. But honestly, you know, I would say Kate Hudson. I like her style. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, man, that's kind of a tough one. 
But you know whose Instagram I look at a lot? Whose? Is um Chloe Kardashian. I love Chloe. I do too. Yeah. What she's, about you? She's not my girl crush though. Um Drew Barrymore. Oh, she's because cute. She's so cute. Yeah. She has everything going on. Mm-hmm. And I want to drink rose with her because I just think Let's I'd have be have like, her on really, and drink rose. <laughs> really That'd good be so fun. Um and Sandra Bullock. I love oh, her. I love her. She's so classy. She is. She's always kept it classy, even when yeah. she was going through the like, worst shit. time of her like, life. Just the what worst time. I know. He that well, was, that was yeah. he did her wrong. That was just she is great though. She's just yeah. pure class. Yeah, and she's a mom and I, yeah. Yeah. Love. I like her a lot. Love. Speaking of, Kate Hudson's about to have a baby. She is a baby right? girl. Yeah. We should have her on. I just I would love to talk her. to her, like how she balanced, because she's been married three times. I know. Well, you know with what? Three I, with three different kids. Yes. Yeah. Three different daddies. Three different. So I'm, I'm curious. How All that. musicians. I right? love her. She dates yeah. musicians. She's got a type. She's definitely, definitely <laughs> got a type. But I will, you know what? I love her mom because when I got, as soon as I started announcing that I was getting divorced, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never, ever getting married again. I'm going to Goldie Hawnett the rest of my life. Because, I mean, it's working for her. Right, because they wake up every morning and they make the choice to stay together. That's so beautiful. There's not a piece of paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is so much fun. I'm so know, excited. Thank it. you guys so much for listening. Um, this has just made my entire world. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I have. Um, and Jen, you're so sweet. Thank you for being here with me. Anything you. you guys want to talk about, please let me know any advice, What you, just anything. I mean, let's talk about it all. Email me at Kramer at iheartmedia.com and we'll be back next week and we'll wind down together again. 